Yo, thanks for listening, downloading, and subscribing the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle, but you're listening, so you know that. If you haven't done so, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. You can find this podcast just about anywhere. All right, so check it. On this particular podcast, I want to take it to the sports angle. Uh, As many of you may know or may not know, I host uh, a sports podcast called the Dead End Sports Podcast. I've been doing that for a few years. Um, At the time of this recording, we just saw, witnessed the... Uh, Golden State Warriors with Kevin Durant beat the LeBron James-led Cleveland Cavaliers in the NBA Finals. And there's been a lot of talk about the quote-unquote super team. In fact, LeBron LeBron James went as far as to say that he doesn't believe that he's ever played on a super team. Kevin Durant doesn't necessarily qualify or even want to answer questions as to whether or not his Golden State Warriors team is a super team. So it got me to thinking, man, I started to get on Twitter and fire off some tweets about my thoughts on super teams and, you know, how they really aren't necessarily that new. I said, you know what? Let me jump on the podcast and drop some science. So sit back, relax. We're going to talk about super teams. I'll drop the theme music and let's get this podcast cracking. Let's go. Welcome back. As I mentioned at the top, man, we're talking about super teams in the NBA. And I guess where we probably should start is, is that you kind of have to define what a super team is. Uh, I did some research and kind of came up with my own conclusion as to what I think a super team is. Uh, If you have at least three all-stars on the team, you're a super team. (laughs) Uh, Now, there's some questions as to, you know, whether or not you should really characterize a super team, uh, you know, based on all stars. But I mean, if you're an all star, that means you're one of the best players of the best in the NBA. Uh, So the list of super teams that I've compiled here, um, here's what they have in common. They have at least three all stars on the team. Right. And then secondly, all three were, excuse me, all of the all-stars were all-stars from one all the way to three years before or during the time that the super team was formed. Um, so again, if you have even a guy that's a former all-star on a team, I think you should get some consideration to be a super team. Um, now there's some, as I was doing my research, there's some, some questions that people have about, well, should you necessarily quantify a team as a super team if, you know, the players, you know, weren't acquired through free agency or through trades uh, if they were drafted by that particular team? Here's my thought on that. Uh, and this goes specifically for the Warriors, who in a rare case have four all-stars on their team. But of the four All-Stars, three were drafted by the team. So they basically cultivated the talent that they picked. Um, got no beef with that, but 
you got four all-stars <laughs> you're a super team <laughs> all right so let me go ahead and break it down so i give i've given you the criteria as to what i think is a super team um now i'm gonna go back starting from 1980 because i started watching basketball in 1980 uh most of you listening to this podcast are probably weren't around then so uh just listen as i drop science so i'm not going to you know cover the teams from the 70s and the 60s celtics and all of that because you know i mean it's kind of hard to be consider you to be a super team when you know there's only nine teams in the league (laughs) so um so yeah i'm I'm gonna go from 1980 on down to just you know break out your number two pencils because i want you to kind of get an understanding as to how all of this came about all right so let's start with 1981 um 1981 the L.A. Lakers traded Bob McAdoo from the Nets uh, so that he could join the Lakers. Now, Bob McAdoo was a former All-Star. At the time, he goes to the L.A. Lakers, and they already have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, James Worthy, Jamal Wilkes, and Norm Nixon, all whom were All-Stars. And this run was from 1981 to 1989. They were a super team. <laughs> they won four championships over that period of time. Um, they won in 81, 82. Uh, they won in 84, 85, 86, 87, and 87, 88. And I think that 86, 87 team, yeah, that's the 86, 87 team went 65 and 17. One of the best records at the time in the NBA. And then as you can see, they won going 62 and 20 that means they went back to back um yeah so you know you may not want to classify them as such but those la laker teams those la laker teams of the 80s super team all right so let's move on to the phoenix suns phoenix suns had a nice little run before from 1992 to 1995 um, in 1992, they traded for uh, Charles Barkley, uh, the round mound of rebound uh, of TNT fame for most of you youngsters. <laughs> they traded from him from the Sixers, uh, and he and there he teamed up with Dan Marley and Kevin Johnson. All right, so the All-Stars on that team, Charles Barkley, Kevin Johnson, Dan Marley, and then they had a fourth All-Star, Tom Chambers, who was an All-Star prior to them time, teaming up as a super team. Um, this Phoenix Suns run, super team. This team went 62 and 21 year in 19, from 92 to 93. Uh, they went 56 and 26, 93, 94. And then 94, 95, they went 59 and 23. Now that team did make it to the NBA finals, uh, in 92, 93, their first year together, uh, Charles Barkley was the MVP. Uh, subsequently, they lost to the Chicago Bulls, who were led by Michael Jordan. Uh, they lost in six. So, <clears throat> while you may not, <clears throat> excuse me, while you may not consider them to be a super team, the '92, '95 Phoenix Suns, super team. All right. So let's keep it out west. The Seattle SuperSonics had a nice run in the '90s. 1993 to 1997. 
how they became a super team uh, in 93, the C, the I was going to call them the Seahawks, <laughs> the Supersonics uh, traded for Detlef Shrimp from the Indiana Pacers so that he could team up with the likes of Sean Kemp and Ricky Price, right? Okay, so when you look at their list of all-stars, they had Sean Kemp, Detlef Shrimp, Gary Payton, and Ricky Pierce. Uh, all but Ricky Pierce were all-stars during the run that they had. Ricky Pierce was an all-star prior to them teaming up. So again, that's four all-stars. Uh, their records, they went 63-19 and 19 in 93-94. They went 57-25 and 94-95. They went 64-18 and 95-96. And 57 and 25, 96, 97. So this was clearly a, a super team. They weren't considered to be a super team at the time because nobody used those terms in the 90s. But this was a super team. Uh, unfortunately, this team ran up against Jordan's Bulls in the finals and did not win. They lost, uh, I think it was the 95, 96 season where they went 64 and 18. Uh, they lost in six games to Michael Jordan and the Bulls. So, you know, Super Team couldn't get it done. Uh, let's take it to the East. Uh, the Orlando Magic. Uh, the Orlando Magic, who, who is, is rarely talked about, mysteriously got the number one pick. Uh, I think, what was it? Was, maybe it was, wasn't it consecutive years? I think one year they drafted Shaq and the next year they drafted Penny. Um... Or maybe maybe it was maybe they got the pick and they trade. I think that was the pick where they traded for Chris Webber. Nonetheless, they were they had the best player two years in a row. All right, so in 1994, the Chicago Bulls traded then All Star Horace Grant to the to the Magic so that he could then team up with Shaq and Penny. So they had three All Stars. Obviously, Shaquille O'Neal, Penny Hardaway. And Horace Grant. Now, their run in with this particular super team wasn't that long because it was only, I would say, 94, 96. So really just a two-year run. But they were still a super team. Uh, 94, 95, they went 57 and 25. Uh, 95, 96, they went 60 and 22. Now, this team went up against the uh, Houston Rockets in the NBA Finals, subsequently losing to uh, Hakeem the Dream and the squad. Uh, and subsequently, you know, Shaq demanded to be traded to L.A. And, you know, Shaq and Penny never were the same. <laughs> but uh, together. Um, but, yeah, this was a super team. Really, really slept on super team um, because their run was so short. Uh, this was a team I think that people really thought would be around for years and years and years to come because they were so young and they had young pieces. They had Nick Anderson. They had just a, a, a plethora of young, Dennis Scott. Uh, they had a plethora of young talent uh, surrounded by these all-stars. And, you know, for whatever reason, they just couldn't get it together. So uh, that was a short-lived super team, but, you know, did not make it all the way. Um, the next super team I have written down here, uh, let's take it to Houston, the Houston Rockets, their run from 1996 to 1999, uh, in 1996, they traded for former MVP, Charles Barkley 
from the Phoenix Suns to team up with Hakeem Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler because Drexler and Olajuwon were already on the team. And then in 1998, they traded for former MVP, excuse me, former All-Star Game MVP and perennial All-Star Scottie Pippen from the Bulls to team up with these guys as well. So on this squad, they had Hakeem Olajuwon, Charles Barkley, Clyde Drexler, and Scottie Pippen. Now, Scottie Pippen was the only one that was an all that was not an All Star during the time that this run that they had. Um, 96-97, they went 57 and 25. 97-98, they went 41 and 41. Uh, 98-99, they went 31 and 19. That was, I'm assuming, the strike shortened NBA season. Uh, this team, you know. They just couldn't get it done. I don't know what happened. Now, I remember this team very vividly. Um, you know, Scotty kind of played the lesser role. Uh, Hakeem was still killing it in the league, man. I mean, he was one of the best big men in the league uh, at the time. Um, for whatever reason, they just couldn't get it done. Uh, and I just... And obviously, you know, people criticize Charles Barkley at this point for chasing a ring, uh, which it looked like that's what he was doing. Um, you know, but this squad was dope, man. They had shooters around. So you had the you had Hakeem and, and Barkley in the post, you know, and aging, but still able to get you buckets. Clyde Drexler, still the versatile Scotty, Scotty Pippen. Um, and again, Elijah Barkley and Drexler were all all-stars at the time. Pippen uh, had fallen off the all-star train, but still was a good player nonetheless. And, man, they just couldn't get it done in that three-year span, so they eventually broke up that team. Um, another super team. Let's take it out west. Uh, th- now, this was a, <laughs> a very short-lived short run, uh, the 2003-2004 L.A. Lakers. Uh, what I would call the epitome of a super team. Carl uh, Malone signed a free agency deal with the Lakers. Uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Malone signed a one-year deal, and and this was this shocked a lot of people, man, because Carl Malone was and forever will be recognized as a member of the Utah Jazz. Um, Gary Payton signs with the Lakers, you know, a free agency deal to team up with the squad. Now, already on the team, they had already had. Shaq and Kobe, obviously. Uh, so you add Gary Payton, uh, who was an all-star. You add Carl Malone, who was a former all-star. So you've got, you know, two current all-stars in Bryant and O'Neal, and then former all-stars in Gary Payton and Carl Malone. If I'm not mistaken, Carl Malone had already won an MVP. So, you know, even though these guys were on the downsides of their career, meaning Payton and uh and Malone. Teaming them up with the Zen master, Phil Jackson. Uh, I remember when this team formed, there was talk about them, you know, going, uh, you know, beating the Bulls record of 72 and beating the Bulls then team record of 72 wins in a season. Uh, And so, you know, people talked about it. I mean, and I think this might have been the first time where, the word super team probably got thrown out uh, because they they were just a super team. Well, this team went out. There was chemistry issues. There was trust issues. Um, Kobe and Shaq were already having their issues. <laughs> Dry snitching issues. Uh, so this team went out and went 56 and 26. 
Uh, they made it to the NBA Finals and were subsequently beat down by the Detroit Pistons. I remember their finals. I was so happy. Um, <laughs> nonetheless, man, super team only for one year, the LA Lakers. All right, let's take it back to the East. Um, 2005-2006 Miami Heat. Uh, Gary Payton. <laughs> A ring chasing Gary Payton goes from one super team to the next. Uh, Gary Payton signs up with the Heat, uh, to, who already then had uh, Shaquille O'Neal um, and Dwayne Wade. Uh, also in 2005, Antoine Walker is traded from the Celtics to the Heat so that he can join these guys as well. So on this team, you have current All-Stars in Shaquille O'Neal, Dwayne Wade, former All-Stars in Gary Payton, Antoine Walker, and a you know aging Alonzo Mourning. Um, this team was you know this this was a great team. Uh, this was a team that Miami Heat fans will always remember and always love. Um, this was the coming out uh, of the star that is Dwayne Wade. Uh, as you remember, this team went 52 and 30. Uh, in 2005 2006 they went 44 and 38 in 2006-2007 but the 2005-2006 season where they went 52 and 30 they won the championship over the Mavericks uh, after being down in the finals Uh, Dwayne Wade I mean he was he was Jordan-esque it goes without saying as to what he meant to that team and that franchise uh, and like I said, just him being a star, uh, the star that he was. Uh, they had a short run just with that particular squad, but nonetheless, a super team. Um, the next up is the guys who are, <laughs> for the modern day people, they, the, the modern day era tends to point to these guys as the creators of the super team. And that is the Boston Celtics from 2017 to 2012. Uh, on that team, Kevin Garnett is traded from the Timberwolves, uh, which was a huge surprise because nobody thought that KG would ever leave Minnesota. Uh, he was traded from the Timberwolves to the Celtics. Rasheed Wallace uh, signs with the Celtics. Uh, Shaq signs with the Celtics. Rasheed Wallace signed with the Celtics in uh, 20, 2009. Shaq ends up signing with the Celtics in 2010. So at some point during this this run from 2017, excuse me, from 20, uh, 2007 to 2012, they have already on the team Paul Pierce, all-star, current all-star in Kevin Garnett, current all-star in Ray Allen, current all-star in Rajon Rondo. Um, then they add Rasheed Wallace and Shaq. Uh, now this team, like I said, <laughs> is the epitome of a super team. Um, this team will be magically remembered for the run that they had, obviously in 20, uh, excuse me, 2007, 2008, where they went 66 and 16, uh, winning the NBA championship, uh, also in 20, 2008 to 2009, they went 62 and 20, uh, 2009 to 2010, they went 50 and 32, 2010 to 2011, they went 56 and 26, 2011 2012 they went 39 and 27 um again the trio of pierce garnett allen those were the keys key factors in in this uh like i said they added an aging rasheed wallace they added an ancient (laughs) shaquille o'neal 
Um, but they did win a championship. And they are highly regarded as being the quote-unquote godfathers of the super team. Even though I've already given you years and years of teams who were already super team. Um, let's take it back to Miami. Uh, the squad that ran from 2010 to 2014. Um, obviously, in 2010, LeBron James coming to the Miami Heat, uh, who already had Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Uh, and then in 2012, they signed Ray Allen to join the squad. So they, the, the current All-Stars that they had were LeBron James, obviously, Dwayne Wade, obviously, Chris Bosh. And then they added a former All-Star in Ray Allen. Um, as many of you know, this team won two championships. Um, in 2010-2011, they went 58-24. and 2011-2012, uh, they went 46-20 and 20 winning a championship that year. And then uh, they went back to back by winning in 2012-2013. They went 66 and 16. And then in 2013-2014, they went 54 and 28. Um, definitely a super team. Uh, so how LeBron can say that he's never played on a super team is mind-boggling. Uh, LeBron James played on a super team just for the mere fact that he is a superstar and the face of the league. And so just about any team that he plays on, other than if you threw him on the nets, <laughs> is probably going to be a super team at this point. Um, but yeah, and, and, and again, I don't, I don't knock him for it. I mean, a lot of people obviously had an issue with LeBron James and the quote unquote decision that he made to uh, go to Miami. Uh, I had an issue with how it was done, but I had no issues with him leaving because at the time that he left Cleveland, he was a free agent. Um, Let's take it out west. Uh, the next super team to talk about, the L.A. Lakers from 2012 to 2014. Uh, Steve Nash was traded from the Suns to the Lakers. Uh, Dwight Howard was traded from the Magic to the Lakers. And now keep in mind, they already had Kobe Bryant and Dwight Howard as current All-Stars. Pau Gasol and Steve Nash were former All-Stars at the time. And at the time, Steve Nash had already been a two-time MVP. Um... This current squad did not pull it together uh, as a super team. In 2012, 2013, they went 45 and 37. In 2013, 2014, they went 27 and 55. That was the year that everybody got hurt. Um, super team nonetheless. Uh, the next team is the 2012, 2015 Brooklyn Nets. Uh, this is the team that brought in Gerald Wallace, who was former All-Star. Uh, he was traded from the Blazers to the Nets. Uh, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett were traded from the Celtics, which, you know, really was a head-scratcher because why would you get rid of, you know, you know, the corners of your franchise? Well, we already know that Boston took those, took that trade and took the picks from that trade and is building what they currently have at the time of this recording. So on this particular squad, they had current All-Stars in Joe Johnson, Brooke Lopez, uh, former All-Stars and point guard Darren Williams, Gerald Wallace, Kevin Garnett, and Paul Pierce. Um, this team over that three-year run could not get it together. They didn't win any championships. They went 49-33 and 2012, 2013-2013, 44-38 in 2013-2014, and 38-44 in 2014-2015. Um... What can I say, man? This team was just, they got old really, really fast. And, you know, subsequently that team was broken up. Um, fast forward to Cleveland, uh, 2014 to 20, I 
guess we could say 2014 to 2017. Um, Kevin Love is traded from the Timberwolves, uh, which you know, moved that you know a lot of people did not see coming. But obviously, LeBron James going back to Cleveland. Uh, so in that current squad, they had uh, current All Stars of LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love. Um, this team, as you know, went in the year 2015-2016, went 57-25. and 25. More importantly, they beat the all-time winning, season-winning Golden State Warriors who had won 73 games in that season. Um, they went 73-9. and nine. They beat them in the finals in, in, in Game 7. So they did have a championship. So, again, back to LeBron's comment, uh, for him to say that he has never played on a super team, uh, bro, you played on two. <laughs> and you're currently playing on one right now as we speak. So, you know, I, maybe it's a little gamesmanship. I don't know. Uh, and last but not least, man, the 95-98 Chicago Bulls. Uh, the Chicago Bulls added Dennis Rodman to their roster. In 1995, they traded to the Spurs. Uh, they traded the uh, crazy Dennis Rodman to the Chicago Bulls. Uh, there he teamed up with Scottie Pippen. Uh, and Rodman at the time was a former all-star that he was traded, but obviously they had current all-stars in Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan. Um, this Bulls team, definitely a super team. Uh, the 95-96 team uh, went 72-10, and 10, uh, then best league record. Uh, they went 69-13 and 96-97, and 90, excuse me. And then 97, 98, they went 62 and 20. Now, in that three-year span, they won three titles back to back to back. So is this a super team? Of course it is. Um, so there you have it, man. I gave you a list of a slew of super teams. Now, again, you know, whether or not you consider a team to be a super team is your own preference. I personally I don't have a problem with it. I think one thing we have to keep in mind as sports fans is, you know. The days of just winning a title by yourself with no other, with one superstar and no other all-stars, it's just not going to happen. And from the looks of it, it hasn't happened in a long time. Um, I think the idea is that you want to get talent around you and win. Because if you don't get the talent around you, at the end of the day, people are going to have something to say. And people are going to have something to say regardless of whether or not, you know, how you go about getting the talent. There was a lot of you know, talk and criticism about Kevin Durant going to the Warriors, considering the fact that he went to a team that not only was 73 and nine, but the team that just beat him in the year before in the playoffs. Um, personally, and I've talked about this on our podcast on dead end sports. I don't care. I mean, I, I'm a Hawks fan. When somebody teams up and comes to the Hawks, then I'll get excited. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, if you're going to make it about championships, teaming up is the way to go. And from the looks of it, this is where the NBA always has been. And from the looks of it, this is where the NBA is going to be. That's going to do it for me. Thank you for tech checking out another edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. Five G's.